0: Well, good morning. good morning. Joy to the world. Not a bad way to start. Not a bad way to start at all. Did you have a joyful Christmas? Well, if you didn't, your name's Scrooge. <laughs> grumpy. I'm grumpy often, actually, times like that. But anyway, that's another story. Um, it was back in the middle of November when uh, Dave Wright was talking, and he was, talking, he was preaching about heaven. And the hope we have in heaven. And as he was speaking, uh, I had this... Some verses from Psalms which I loved. And yet I thought somehow for this morning, they'd be just right. So, let's see about the technology first of all. Let's try... Oh, hang on, we're there, thank you. Um, Living with eternity in mind. That's really what the morning's about. try to touch very briefly on a couple of things about how do we live with eternity in our heart how do we begin what we are beginning the things we're starting into the new year how do we do that with the end in mind the end that actually ultimately all is about God all is about meeting with Jesus Christ all is about our relationship with him so I kind of want to do that but I want to do that by looking into Psalm and uh, there it is can you, can you see that can you read that Good, because that's what we're going to do. I'd love you to read that with me, okay? Psalm 84, verses 5 to 7. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, who have set their hearts on pilgrimage. When they walk through the valley of Weeping, it will become a place of refreshing springs, where pools of water collect after the rains they will continue to grow stronger, and each of them will appear before God in Zion. And these verses talk about a people dependent on God. They talk about a pilgrim people, a travelling people, people that are on the move, people with eternity in their mind, because it's God they're thinking about. There are people on a journey to meet with God. And As you look at these very few verses in Psalms, you'll see there's a couple of key things. One is, it's about a people of God. People set apart. The second is that they were pilgrims. They were strangers. Strangers in the world they lived in. Two thoughts there. And those two thoughts come out again in the New Testament. And for us, the New Testament tells us those same two things apply. Over and over again, in Jesus, we are the people of God. We are chosen. We're set apart. We're a royal priesthood. Lots and lots of lovely verses that tell us that we're a special people. You and I, if we know Jesus Christ, we are the special people of God. And there's one lovely verse in Titus. He gave his life to free us from every kind of sin to cleanse us and to make us his very own people, totally committed to doing what is right. Set free, cleaned, free to do what is right. So just a question for you. Are you one of the people of God? Are you set apart, your lives set apart for God? The second thing is, these people confessed it says in the old, one of the old versions they confessed that they were pilgrims and strangers and in hebrews 11 you can read that it didn't read these words it's talking about these people in the old testament who followed god followed god walked with god wanted to meet him they saw it all from a distance and welcomed the promises of god they agreed that they were no more than foreigners and nomads here on earth They were looking forward to a country they could call their own. They were looking forward to a better place, a heavenly homeland. God has prepared a city for them. So those are the truths that they knew. They knew they followed God. They knew that ultimately they were going to be with their God. And he would walk with them. And for us, well, you have only got to read Peter in his letters. Live in reverent fear of him, of God, during your time as foreigners here. Dear brothers and sisters, you are foreigners and aliens here. It's part of our calling as Christians to be a bit different. Because actually our values are a bit different. Our destiny is a bit different. And so we have here a psalm, for people written for people of the Old Testament times, yet the values in it are the same. And those verses that you can see up there, they're fantastic words of promise. Some very special things promised for those who are going to be pilgrims for God, who are going to be walking, searching for God, living as foreigners for God. It says, Blessed are those whose strength is in you, who've set their hearts on pilgrimage. When they walk, part of a pilgrimage, when they walk, and then there comes the bad news and the good news. When they walk through the valley of weeping, through the valley of misery. As we go through life, as we go through our Christian walk, some of you doing that this very year, you've been going through a valley of weeping and a valley of misery. Well, what does it say? It will become a place of refreshing springs, where pools of water collect after the rains. One translation puts it, where pools of blessing come collect after the rains. And there is a fantastic promise in that, just those simple verses to say that Yes, blessed are those whose strength is in God. Blessed are those who are walking, seeking, going with him through life. Who are living as strangers. Blessed are those. And they will find as they go through those great times of trial, whether you've come to it yet or whether you're already in there, there will be those streams of refreshing. There will be those streams of refreshing. There will be those pools of blessing. As you walk, you get tired. As you walk, you get discomforted. You get hungry. (coughs) On your journey, you may even meet robbers. You may meet heavy, different, big things. As you go through the valley, we need those streams of refreshing... To refresh us, to clean us, to to, uh, overcome our thirst, to give comfort to our feet. We need these things and those are the things that are promised. Those are the things we will see as we walk towards our God. So for some of you this year, it has been a very difficult year. A place of weeping. And just to say, these verses are especially for you. They're not my words. They're the words of God to his people walking to meet him. And it goes on to say something even better. That yes, you're walking, you're tired, you're feeling a bit broken. And it says something that is impossible. As they go on, they will continue to grow stronger. Or in one place it says, they go from strength to strength. So even as you're feeling this morning a bit broken, a bit tired, the promise is there that as you walk, as you walk with these refreshing streams, as you walk with these pools of blessing, that you will go from strength to strength in the promises of God. Question. Are you, am I, on a journey... Hoping in God? Or am I just going along with the flow? I've mentioned this morning foreigners quite a lot. Um, and the fact that we are to live as foreigners, which is a funny thing in some ways. What am I talking about? You know, we, we live here, I'm British. and uh, you know, uh, But actually, all through my life as a Christian, I've known I'm a foreigner. Because actually my values are different than they would have been if I wasn't. And... My hopes are different. It's not an easy thing to be a little bit outside, stuck to one side. People don't tell the dirty jokes around me. You know the feelings of actually sometimes you're not included and you'd love to be included. And there's that sense of being an alien. And there's a difficulty because as a church we want to be incredibly relevant. We want people to see and know how relevant life is for us and for them. So how do we be that and yet at the same time live in a different way? Well, um, there's a guy called Stuart Bell who runs the Ground Level Network, and he said this some years ago, but it really helped me. It still helps me. You see, for me as an individual and for us as a church, it is important for us to be culturally relevant. We need to be looking to see be relevant in every way we can but it is imperative that we are culturally distinctive. If we're relevant without being distinctive, we're just part of the world. It is vital. It is imperative. That word means you can't can't exclude it. It is imperative. You must take notice of this. It is imperative that we are culturally distinctive. And I just would like you to... (coughs) ask yourself the question I ask myself this year have I had that balance right have I even been trying to be culturally relevant and culturally distinctive where can I progress this coming year so just (coughs) to finish with I want to give you just a set of questions Um, going back to Dave's word he, he said um about living with eternity in your heart and and the question for me is am I living with a heavenly with a future hope perspective is that part of my thinking part of what drives me on so here are the questions for you what I'd like you to do is just take a moment read those questions and ask yourself at the beginning of this new year Coming up in a couple of days, we know what last year's been like, we have no idea what this coming year is going to be like. But just to ask ourselves, me and God, where are we? Where do I want to be? Where have I been? Just ask yourself those questions. So I'm going to read those verses again and then just take a moment and then I hand back to someone else. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, who have set their hearts on pilgrimage. When they walk through the valley of weeping, it will become a place of refreshing springs, where pools of blessing collect after the rains. They will go from strength to strength, and each of them will appear before God in Zion.